What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freighter, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the Club app, the number one live streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother DJ Nick at night. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Hey, what's going on? Thank you, Dave, for having me on the Club app. Um, my name is DJ Nick at night or Nick, Nicholas Walton. Um, I'm currently residing in Atlanta, Georgia. Awesome, man. We're super excited to have you here on the My DJ Story podcast. So we want to hear your story as a DJ. So walk us through your journey. You know, what sparked your interest to become a DJ and kind of walk us through your journey from there on out? Um, pretty much. I feel like I started my journey very late, um, but I grew up in Augusta, Georgia. Um, I'm pretty much in that era. I was in band mostly. So all the way from middle school to college. Uh, pretty much I was in band on the instrumental side of music um, and it just sparked my interest of honestly just listening to music being mixed um, but I didn't intentionally become a DJ at first um, honestly I just sat in my bedroom or around friends or just in the car I just loved it so much you know what I'm saying from a personal standpoint um, and it still didn't spark my interest to where I wanted to go out in front of people and actually DJ. Um, but people eventually heard me. Um, <laughs> people came to me and heard me. So that sparked their interest of uh, telling me that I should go out more and start DJing. Pretty much once I started going out to events and people started hearing me more. And I, the feedback really what kept me going to, to spark my interest to keep going to DJing. That's dope, man. Super great intro. I think that is super exciting to hear that people demanded you mm -hmm. and they wanted you to become the DJ and kind of push you into taking this journey into this exciting route of DJing. So I'm super excited to hear, you know, where did your story go from there? Um, pretty much from there. Um, once I started DJing, I feel like I advanced pretty quickly. Um, or rather say I got in my field pretty quickly. Um, I love DJing, but I love working from the artist standpoint. You know, so I love working with upcoming artists and new artists and um, show, show events pretty much um, rather than DJing in clubs strictly. Um, so pretty much around like the first two months of DJing, I landed a um, tour in Alabama with uh, Collision. He's a QC artist. Um, so pretty much once I completed that that's probably like a week-long tour i fell in love with it i was like oh yeah this this is something i have to do for the rest of my life i need to find an artist i need to find more artists to do this with and i just got to continue going um so from that standpoint after that point i um pretty much continue working with artists and finding new artists um at this time i was staying in alabama so of course i was working with a lot of alabama artists such as junior balls um, you know, big artists around that point. And I felt like Atlanta was the next big thing, <laughs> you know, as everybody does that comes here. Um, so I was like, okay, I, I got to take this to Atlanta. It's just, and I'm actually, you know, me being from Augusta, you know, I was pretty much coming back home just a couple hours away from home. Um, so once I came to Atlanta, um, man, uh, uh this is a fast-paced city <laughs> for the most part. So I pretty much just dove straight in. Um, work with artists as the rest to shine, um, Euro Goddess, Sleepy Rose, um, Jug Man, 
Um, ran into Pastor Choi at an event. <laughs> um, so pretty much, I just feel like the artists keep coming to me. Uh, the opportunities come to me, you know, rather than me searching for it. Wow, man. So, uh, yeah. That's exciting. You know, you've been working with some really dope people. And I think that's a testament to just how great you are as a DJ, man. What we're going to do is we're going to jump into a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about your story and some of the things you did to get there. Okay. Okay. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. We're here with my brother DJ Nick at night. It's an exciting journey of how he became a DJ and are now thriving in the Atlanta market. So, brother, you just told us about, you know, being in Alabama and being out in the journey of becoming a DJ, you met with a lot of great people. Um, talk to me about, you know, what are some of the things that you were able to do to kind of get you to that point? Um, honestly, for me, I feel like the, this part will actually help a lot of people out because I'm, I'm not a very social person. Um, <laughs> DJing has led me to be very social. So I'm very interactive when it comes to music and, you know, talking about things around music of that such. But anything else, I'm very shy. Um, I'm very shy. <laughs> so um, pretty much I use social media a lot, all to my advantage, um, from DMing people to emailing to, you know, using the, you know, saying using people that's close to other people, you know what I'm saying? pretty much to contact other people, pretty much just doing it from a social standpoint versus, you know, some people go out in public and, you know what I'm saying, try to push it to that standpoint. I'm really not a public person. Uh, <laughs> so I've been very successful with um, pretty much doing it from a social media standpoint, reaching out with artists and trying to develop um, relationships with people. Great, man. And in regard to like, after that kind of, you know, relationship building you've done with the artist, walk me through your journey from there on out, kind of lead us, bring us up to the present. Um, to the present right now, I work with, well, I have an artist by the name of Christina Mackey. Um, she just released a project by the name of Energy. Um, it's featuring a track with the game on there. Um, that's probably the leading track on there, along with some couple of the hot songs on there. So pretty much I've been working with her on um, building her image up and she's moving up along pretty well. Um, she has some couple new projects coming out, singles coming out and she's thriving pretty well. Um, so that's pretty my main artist that I work with. Other than that, um, I work with different artists, um, FTF Insane. These are upcoming artists, by the way. Um, FTF Insane, um, Mikhail, William Vance, artists of that safe nature. Uh, pretty much helping them brand and get their music further out there. Awesome. No, I think that's super important. The role that DJs play in the music industry and how artists really depends on the DJ. And I think that it's super great that you have a lot of experience working with these artists up and coming and some, you know, decent names out there. You know, talk to me about the important role that you play as a DJ and why, you know, building relationships with artists is a great route to go for DJs that are looking to further their career and their brands. Um, I feel like building a relationship with artists builds longevity. Um, cause the higher the artists go, um, the higher you go, you know what I'm saying? So like the closer you get with them and the more you work with them versus 
I guess doing something for money, you know, I really work with relationship wise. Um, Cause I feel like that, that'll go way longer. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I've kind of built a lot of like, my relationships through Audio Mac, which is a music site. Um, I've been on there pretty much for like two years now. Um, right now I'm at 4.8 million plays and about 32 monthly listeners. Um, so a lot of people pretty much check me out on that. And I've reached, I've made a lot of artists through that standpoint. So pretty much I continue, I want to continue to um, putting our artists through that platform and getting more people heard pretty much. I feel like my job is to get people heard. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Wow. And names of lessons um, is not a hard, it's not an easy feat. And you seem like you've done it effortlessly, man. I think that is super amazing and a huge accomplishment. So kudos to you with everything that you're doing and the success that you're bringing to people. Um, and, you, and, and and I think that like people need to hear these things because you're such a humble dude and you never be able to, to just tell like that you're really doing these big things um, by just, you know, being able to just understand that these details that builds you to this point is what really gives you that leverage to kind of take that next step within your industry and within your journey as a DJ. Um, I would love to hear, you know, one thing we'd like to talk about is branding. Um, so talk to me a little bit about your name, DJ Nick at Night, and how you got that name. Okay. <laughs> um, it's cl very cliche, but of course, me and a couple of my friends were sitting in the living room and um like I said, I didn't want to become a DJ. I was just fine with being in my living room. Um, but one of my friends was like, hey, your name should be DJ Nick at night. And I was like, instantly when he said it, I was like, wow. And as simple as it sounds, I just loved it <laughs> um, from that moment on. So I pretty much got that name and I stuck with it and I ran with it. And um, it's honestly crazy as many people as I, when I tell them my name or they hear my name, they're just wild is just as much as being when i first heard him say it. and i was like man it's as simple as his name is i, I don't know it but it very touched it touch people um pretty much when i tell them so i, I pretty much try to build my brand <laughs> around being i say world oriented uh pretty much i don't want to be you know specific to one race or one side of the world you know i want everybody to feel like i'm a family brain pretty much so uh, I'm not really completely there yet to where, you know what I'm saying, my brain is really giving those vibes, but you know, that's pretty much what I'm working towards. Yeah, man, everything is a build, it's a climb. And um, as long as you stay consistent and you're able to keep on working towards it, I'm sure you're gonna get there. Um, you've done great so far, so just keep at it and, and you're gonna really uh, make it big and, and really have that global brand that you're looking to have, man. You know, Thank talk you. to me about, you know, the experience that people get when they work with you. Um, talk to me about like the branding message. Like, what kind of experience do people get when working with DJ Nick at night, and kind of what does that mean to you? Um, people give the wow effect. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> um, I, honestly, I I don't know what I do differently. You know, what I'm saying from other DJs to where they could hear somebody else, then hear me, and they're just wow, or they feel like I'm really I'm very detail i'm a very detailed person pretty much so if i see something that i feel like can be fixed or can be or you need something that can help your brand even just with making content or you know what i'm saying something other than djing i'm gonna do it 
<laughs> to the best of my ability. And I'm gonna make sure it looks perfect. You know what I'm saying? As if it was coming out for me. Um, so people feel like I'm very, very loyal person to their brain. And I'm definitely an asset. I love it, man. It seems like you have a spirit of helping others. And when you're really focused on how you can drive value to other people, a lot of times it comes right back and you're able to benefit and really elevate yourself and your brand by being just focused on helping people reach their goals. And it seems like that's what you're doing very well, man. Um, I love to hear, you know, what are some things that are like on your kind of focus right now? Um, are you doing parties as well? Or are you only like focusing on like the concerts and the performances of the artists? Like what, where are your focuses right now? Uh, my focus is right now is yes, on concerts and working with more artists. Um, yeah, I find that to be very more heart feeling <laughs> than pretty much DJ in the club. Not to say I, I wouldn't, but pretty much when I'm working with artists, I feel like I'm in my element. So I plan on continuing pretty much continue doing what I love the most. Um, and that's working with artists and doing showcases. And the world is open up, opening up now. So it's lately, uh, pretty much the last two or three weeks, the showcases I've been hosting has been turning out pretty good turnouts. So hopefully that continues throughout the summer. Nice, man. No, I think that's dope. I think that, you know, concert DJs are really important. You set the vibe and you really play a lot of the role to really bring the experience to the people. Um, and a lot of times DJs overlooked. Um, so I'm definitely happy that we're bringing attention to the important role that you play um, at these concerts and helping the artists in their performance. You know, what advice do you have for other DJs that want to go this route as well? Don't want to really do the parties, but want to be at the concerts and really be able to assist the artists in this capacity and work with them? Um, don't be afraid to reach out to people, um, no matter what level they're on. Um, if it's a bigger artist or, you know what I'm saying, a small artist, don't be afraid to work with small artists. You know, a lot of people, you know, tend to be like, you know, if they don't have the amount of streams or the image or the amount of followers, you know, most people don't work with you at all. But Honestly, my motto is if your music is, if it's good, it's good. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't care how many listens you have. If it's good, I, I would promote it. Like it's little baby or something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so pretty much don't be afraid uh, to reach out and work with people. Um, and also, I mean, I, especially being in Atlanta, it, you, you'll kind of be club driven. You'll want to be club driven because, you know, you got the biggest clubs here and they're always packed, you know, but just find your lane and stick to it pretty much go go where your your heart is feeling good at i love it man it's awesome advice and you know what are some of your plans for the future where do you see yourself you know in five years from now uh what are some of your ambitions um five years from now honestly i see myself throwing major events um being a part of festivals <laughs> yeah, I haven't very pretty much been in a position where if I want to bring up a new artist, it'll happen pretty much. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I definitely see myself being a major role in the music position to where I'm putting people on pretty much in a major way. I love it, man. And then it's super exciting. Um, and definitely just being able to put people on is it's powerful. You know, you really will be able to have the deciding factor on who gets, you know, that next 
opportunity to, to be seen. Uh, so I'm glad to just be connected and be able to watch you on that journey as you build influence for your brand and yourself and help other artists on the way up. Um, I would love to hear, you know, DJing is not an easy field to be in. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs within the journey and a lot of DJs start, but they don't make it very far. You know, talk to me about some of the, you know, tough parts of DJing that you've been through and how you were able to make it out of those tough times. Um, of course, feeling like the times it's not for me. Um, not getting gigs or being turned down from an opportunity that I've reached out to. Um, yeah, those moments right there. And just not not knowing where to go next at, you know what I'm saying, at some moments. It's like, okay, is it the end? Or am I not having fun? Or <laughs> uh, like at, at one point when I was heavily doing clubs, um, I wasn't having fun anymore. <laughs> so I was like, okay, is this it? Am I not happy with this anymore? Um, <laughs> then I started working with artists and that just bring, it brought a whole new light to it. Um, so I feel much that was pretty the most down part that I had with DJing, but fight through it. Because uh, honestly, I've only been DJing for pretty much going on three years. But when I hear other people, they say 10, 15, since I was 10, 12. And I wish I started that early, but I didn't. So hearing other people going that long, I just feel like I just have to keep going because why not? <laughs> if, like, if, other, if other people can keep going that long, like, yeah. Yeah, I think that's super important to highlight. You know, you got to find your lane. Some people love the vibe of the club. Others don't. Others want to have the concert vibe. Other people want to produce. Other people want to do private events like weddings and such like that. You have to find your lane in DJing uh, or you're going to get lost. You're not going to be happy. So definitely take notes because my brother here has figured out the code to happiness and really finding out where you want to be and how you identify yourself with the things that make you happy so you can go through it and be able to be successful in it. Um, because you don't want to be miserable while you're trying to pursue your dream. Yeah, nah. if, it, if it makes you miserable, it shouldn't be your dream. Uh, but there's definitely a, you know, a niche or, or, or an area that you can carve out as something that you're an expert in. And, and it seems like you really found yourself um, in the right place where you're helping artists and doing these concerts and, and, and playing that role within the music industry. Uh, which is super exciting. Um, so I'm glad to hear, you know, you're seeing success and that you're progressing each day, building your brand and getting new opportunities. Do you have any specific techniques that you use to, you know, reach out to new artists and to get more artists that you work with and more opportunities to perform at these concerts and such? Um, honestly, okay, as far as I kind of put out work so artists could see it to reach out back to me. You know, so instead of just pretty much reaching out to random artists or whatnot, I'll put out a mixtape or a playlist. I have a playlist I'll call In The Mix With Nick. So that's pretty much been driving a lot of new artists in. But um, pretty much at first I started with no new artists. It was just, you know what I'm saying, the hottest tracks that's Billboard, you know what I'm saying, tracks. And new artists see it and they're intrigued of how to get on the playlist. So pretty much I'll update that weekly and it brings in a lot of artists, you know, interested in how to get on that. Or when I put music out on audio Mac, it's pretty much the same way. So if I run into a place where no artists are hitting me up, it's like, all right, let me put out a mixtape or a new playlist, you know what I'm saying? Full of people that's already hot. And you know what I'm saying? New artists come along, you know what I'm saying? They see something that's really good and they're treated by. 
That makes a lot of sense, man. You figure out a process that helps bring value to other people. So that way they want to interact with you even more. Mm-hmm. So they want exposure by being on the mixtape. So you're able to have like a funnel where they come to you because you're driving that value. And then you can use that value to get more gigs and more bookings and working with more artists. So I think that that's a great business practice to be able to create a way to get more people to, to interact with you um, by putting out meaningful content that helps you and get more exposure. Um, so I'm glad you identified that because um, a lot of people don't understand it. They'll just be randomly DMing people, randomly trying to talk to people, but like you figure out a way to provide yeah. value up front and to be able to capitalize on that value on the back end. And it only gets you so far. I mean, you can reach out to people, but you can reach out to a lot of people that it could be a waste of time, pretty much. You could go a long, a long line of wasting time before you can actually hit somebody that's willing to work and really put in work. So I'd rather somebody come to me, you know what I'm saying? Now I can see how they interact with me from there. But yeah. And of course, like I said, I'm shy. So <laughs> I like people to come to me. So I pretty much, and content is very important. It's very, very important. It's very important. I think it's great. You know, when they come to you, you control the narrative because, mm-hmm. you know, you're in a position of power where they're asking you or reaching out to you for something as opposed to you reaching out to someone else for something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super helpful, especially if you have good morals and you have, you know, a great reason of how you're going to interact with people you kind of set the pace for the relationship and you're able to really um, turn it into something great um, based on their interests and your interests and your ability to to guide that conversation and guide the relationship uh, so i think you're doing all the right things man and i'm super excited to see where you go um, do you have any last pieces of advice for djs out there that are looking to take their career to the next level um, and what are some things that djs should be focused on right now um, in this time where we're trying to transition back into in-person events um I feel like DJs should focus on treating. I feel like DJs should focus on treating right now as if this is the first time we're back outside, pretty much. So it's it's a lot of people that's going, that's being outgoers that wasn't at first, and it's a lot of outgoers that's you know what I'm saying continue to go even harder with it. Um, so I feel like take every take take try new opportunities and try new things, um, and it's the best of both worlds now. So you got. People that you can still be on Twitch and in the club app, you know, some of your streaming sites. You can also be outside. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot going on. <laughs> so just dive in. Awesome advice, man. At this time, we're going to jump into that lightning round. Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Um. Okay, so this is the DJ, DJJ XX3. Yeah, I pretty much use this. Yeah, this is my favorite board, honestly. Um, once I got this, I, I I didn't look nowhere else. Um, I use Serato 100% of the time. I don't stray away. Um, yeah, I if they could sponsor me. <laughs> I would love it. But yeah, this I don't plan on. I don't know. It probably this have to catch on fire for me to even try to get a new board. Who's your favorite DJ? I'm gonna go with DJ Mark B. Um, he's not really a huge, huge DJ. I mean, he's a big DJ, but he's from my hometown, and pretty much he's went through the path, same way pathway I'm trying to go. Um, and he's elevating more and more every time. You know, what I'm saying I look at his his um, 
pretty much social media accounts or whatnot. Um, so yeah, um, he's Twenty One Savage DJ. So pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so he's pretty much in the light of where I'm trying to go. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at, and what made it special? Um, my first house party. <laughs> um, as small as it was, um, it was the, of course my first event that I felt like I couldn't do. Um, cause for a while I was like, yeah, I couldn't DJ. I can't DJ a whole part. I don't have enough music. I don't know what people, you know, so I just don't know. Um, that was probably the best party I ever had unconsciously. Cause I was just trying to, I was so nervous about that, about it the whole time that it went perfect, uh, from top to bottom. Um, very flawless night. That was probably the best party I ever had. Name some of the best places to party in your city. Um, in Atlanta, I it's in Atlanta is really very hookah vibes. <laughs> uh, the clubs is okay, but it's hook, very hookah lounges. Um, so I say the social probably the social house is probably the best for me. It's the best vibe for me. It's a small lounge. Um, yeah, it's the best vibe. DJs, hookah. I like the chill vibes. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? Um, one thing I think that's missing from streaming, well, honestly, an actual app that lets you freely DJ, um, pretty much all the apps out now, even the apps that let you DJ, it's some type of stipulation to it. Like even Twitch now is starting to, if you leave your video up after you went live, it'll delete it for copyright version. So honestly, I feel like a lot of DJs is tired of the being on apps and it's always a stipulation to the music being played and not being to do something or something getting taken down. And shout out to DJs that you know personally whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Yes. Uh, shout out to DJ Phil. Um, that's pretty much the lady being on this show. And DJ Ross, uh, he's, he's a great person. He's pretty much been leading me on the last six weeks uh so that's definitely a person i plan on continuing to build in a relationship with and he's a great asset to my brand right now awesome we actually interviewed both of those djs already on the show do you have anyone else you want to shout out uh <laughs> that could be on the show okay oh, all right uh dj sandball um that's pretty much a brother of mine who i grew up in the dj business um and we pretty much current we currently go back and forth i was just with him last night at a gig um we pretty much dj brothers <laughs> so yeah definitely awesome. DJ Sandbar shout out to him awesome yeah we'd love to hear a story one day and any DJ that wants to be on the show can sign up at djsignup.com and brother where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events um you can find me on Instagram yeah Instagram at DJ Nick at night um on Twitter at DJ Nick at night underscore and yeah uh, my email is djnickandnight at gmail.com for a new artist who wants to submit music for playlists um, and in-person plays or whatnot I have a show in Lithonia Saturday it's a music showcase um, it's a music experience so if you're interested you can hit me up on Instagram again at djnickandnight um, so yeah Awesome, man. Hey, this has been a great interview. I learned a lot. And I'm sure our audience has learned a lot as well, man. So thank you for everything you're doing. And we look forward to watching your journey and just seeing you progress and becoming that global DJ on the stage that we uh, spoke about, man. So thank you so much for everything you're doing. And we look forward to seeing you in the club. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir.
Thank you for listening to the My DJ Story podcast. If you haven't already, please join our community by downloading the club app for free in the Google Play and App Store today. While you're there, do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star rating and shoot us a message on Instagram telling us you did. I'd love to send you a free My DJ Story podcast t-shirt as a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much, and we'll look forward to seeing you in the club.